Welcome to Clear Talk. On this episode, we talk about if the world is ending or not, what to do about coronavirus, and how to adjust ourselves and our businesses to the epidemic happening globally. Enjoy. Oh my goodness, it is 12.03 p.m. on the March 16th, on a Monday, and, uh, and the world is, uh, is uh, coming to a new beginning. We got to get clear on some things. Before I go into questions today, guys, we're, uh, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit. I know everyone's, I know like everyone, majority of people are freaking out. Uh, freaking out because everything's on halt, right? Uh Good Life Fitness gyms are closing uh, for a week or two period to keep us safe from the coronavirus. NBA championships canceled. Uh, I saw I saw the funniest Instagram meme in the world. It was a bunch of... <laughs> it's like when NBA championships are canceled, there's a guy on the TV screen uh, hitting, uh, doing bowling. He hits a strike and there's like a bunch of guys who are like, oh my gosh, so they're like watching the NBA, but it's not the NBA, it's, uh, it's bowling. That was funny. What's scary is like, how come bowling is still going? That's that's the thing. <laughs> so, you know, uh, what else got canceled in the sports? Like all everything, of, everything all in sports, sports canceled. Yeah. Conventions canceled within forty eight hours. Reborn experience also. postponed, not canceled. Postponed. It's gonna be happening. I'm not canceling that. It's just gonna happen when everything uh, slows down. We got you know big stuff. Small businesses, small business owners. Uh, you know, my heart goes to you. This is, uh, this is where innovation is going to need to come out of you. I mean, I, I know a lot of people that are very dependent. Uh, even my own business is dependent on human contact, uh, large gatherings, and, you know, people having, being in the state of mind where you can actually, uh, you know, be excited to, to buy something or learn something. So let's just look at it like this. Commerce in total uh, is, about to, is, is taking a huge hit. The market, this mor- the market, if it closes today at, 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 at where it's at, it would have been the lowest it's ever been since 1924. The lowest the market's ever been, the index, since 1924, if it closes at where it's at today. I don't think it'll close. Maybe it might not close. I don't know. I'm not a market expert, nor am I a health expert, so you don't expect any type of uh, um, you know, uh, diagnostics from me, diagnosis from me on like coronavirus. I'm not an expert. I'm an expert. In, uh, in psychology and in, in mind, okay? So I know there's there's coronavirus and then there's the fear of coronavirus. There's the market crashing or not really crashing, but it's declining. And then there's the fear of what can happen if the market declines and crashes. So fee- let's get clear on something right now, okay? Here's why I want to talk about this first, okay? Look at this. There is the actual situation And then there is the fear of what if of the situation, what it could happen. This is reality, guys. There is a virus. It is killing people. It is spreading incredibly quickly. There, that, that is a thing. There, there are people being affected. This is real. Markets are declining. Businesses are suffering. This is all real. This is not, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't promote conspiracy theories because it's a waste of time. Even if you're right, guys, if you're a, theory, if you're a conspiracy theorist watching this, even if you're right, you're wasting time because there's no end to your th- like being a theorist. You know, so it doesn't go anywhere. It's not productive. So I don't care. Uh, I'm not here to make up ideas on why everything's happening. They planned this. The Illuminati. I don't, I'm not into this stuff. Uh, you know, I used to be a huge fanatic of it, but it was a waste of time. It was when I had time and I was broke. So now I'm a realist, right? But I'm also an optimist at the same time. But watch this. There is the situation that's actually happening. We do need to be cleaner, healthier. Like there is a virus. The world is suffering. Italy is singing from their windows while they're in quarantine. That's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Um, like this is real, guys. This is real. But then there is the fear of situation, of what could happen. The fear of the worst. This is called un... This is called uncontrolled imagination. Okay? 
when Napoleon Hill wrote Thinking Grow Rich, he actually wrote that book in the right in the times of the 1900s depression. So it was funny because I was reading this morning and right when I opened the book where I'm reading and continuing to read again, he's talking about the depression. And that was a financial crisis we were dealing with back then. But what the fear did that paralyzed the entire nation is it's your imagination getting out of control. So yes, we must be intelligently cautious. We have to be cleaner, you know, not touch each other as much. We have to maybe not go out as much. If you're sick, stay the hell home, right? Go get yourself checked. Eat as much as foods you can to boost your immune system. Do the things that make you feel, uh, get you healthier. Actually, do what you gotta do. This is real. You gotta adjust your business. You're an entrepreneur. Don't be stupid enough not to adjust and become relevant to what's happening. I still see some ads running about like cars and stuff and, and you know, uh, courses and, and you know, I'm still seeing advertising and marketing as if nothing's happening. These people are out of date. Like you need to get, like get, get on page. The entire world has one word in their mind, coronavirus. Like this is, this is a, it's a fascinating opportunity. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but it's a fascinating opportunity to be alive and watching an epidemic happen in front of your eyes. But right now your business, you need to adjust. You can't be ignorant and being in denial is also worse. I'm not saying you have to be afraid. I'm also not saying you have to believe it in court. Like I'm not saying take drastic reaction, you know, measures. What I'm saying is don't be foolish enough not to at least acknowledge there's something happening. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan against like watching news. Like I don't watch news. I don't even watch TV. Um, I'm not a fan of doing any of that stuff, but but have I watched a few, uh, a few uh, videos, interviews, things to, to get myself educated on what's going on? Yes. Yes, I have. Okay. We got some people on right now. What's up, Bri? What's up, Danny? Got a lot of people on right now. Love your stuff, man. Love you too, man. Thanks for being on. Share challenge. So, yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're watching right this right now, guys. Hold on. I'm just getting on my own live. Make sure I can see. If you're on right now live, uh, you know, Facebook, Instagram, if you guys think this can help some people. We're getting clear on the fear of, of coronavirus. Then share this right now. Let's spread the message because uh, I'm going to be going into some stuff that can help. Um, and hopefully uh, I'm going to get really deep into the human mind today because people need, uh, people need to learn to control what they can control. And that's at least they're thinking. Uh, we can't control what's happening. Like, I can't control if, if Canada goes into quarantine for two weeks right now and we got to work from home. I can't control that. I couldn't control that. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty much against like law at this point, um, if we hold a, uh, any events larger than 100 people. So that's why I postponed it. I, but I'm not upset. I'm adjusting. It doesn't change the fact that I'm not afraid of the situation. I'm just acknowledging there's something happening and I'm becoming a solutionist in it. So watch this. There is the reality, which is the situation that something's happening. Then there's the uncontrolled imagination, right? Your fear. This is what fear is right here. Fear of the situation. So this is the difference between Uncon uh, being realistic, like of the moment, you're saying, okay, I should probably go get some sanitizer, uh, hand sanitizer, sanitizer. That's a thing, sanitizer. <laughs> I should probably get some hand sanitizer. I'm, I'm probably going to not eat like crap, not drink a lot of alcohol, whatever you do, not smoke for the next couple of weeks. Because if my immune system is compromised and, and I do get affected by this virus, then I'm, you know, I'm finished. There's a higher chance that my immune system can't fight it off. This is called intelligent caution. You know, not, not, not making an effort to touch every single person. That's fine. That's hard for me. I love to hug everybody. But why am I saying this? Because there's a difference between being intelligent, intelligent and cautious also with your business. Remember this majority of people right now are afraid of this whole thing happening. Even if you're not, I have some people maybe not agree with my, with my decisions and my businesses. That's fine. I don't care when you got a hundred people coming out. Uh, over three days in one room, and uh, you know what that feels like. Let me know what you did, you know, because I'm doing something that's good for the the betterment of everybody. Uh, it doesn't matter what I believe; it's not just about me. What I do affects everybody, and so we got to be, uh, you know, leaders on a visionary sense right now, where where what we do it affects everybody. You know, even though, um, and I was reading that younger people are less prone to be affected by this on a, on a deadly level. Um, that doesn't mean where we should be completely careless. I could be exposed to it, be totally fine because I'm healthy and it fights it off, but then give it to someone in my family that's older and maybe not as strong. And so they might get affected and have to go to the hospital. You never know what happens. So this is just being intelligent. But there's a difference between me being intelligently cautious and prepared for the worst case, just in case, I know what I'm going to do if this happens, no matter what. 
and literally being paranoid every day. And I, I have people like paranoid. I mean, they can't do anything right now. They can't talk about anything unless it's about this whole virus and this threat going on. That's called paranoia. That's not useful. I had someone comment um, telling me, oh, but Armin, fear is good. Uh, it helps us get prepared. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, first of all, uh, fear is never good. It never is useful. I mean, sometimes it's useful if it causes action in people, sure. But, you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, I kind of find this hilarious. I don't know how this works, but if <laughs> fear caused hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to go crowded into one grocery store in every city and buy everything off the thing, if, even one person in that grocery store had it, they're all screwed now. <laughs> I don't understand how this works. So fear is reactionary. It doesn't cause intelligence. Being in a fearful state doesn't make you intelligent. In fact, when you release stress in your body, cortisol, when you really stress in your body, your actual thinking mind, your intelligence goes on pause. If I had someone after me right now, running after me with a knife or a gun, I'm gonna run. I don't know how to think about algebra right now. My intelligence is shut off for the moment because I'm just running. Stress is in my body. I'm reacting out of survival. That's what fear is doing to nations right now across the world. It's not that the thing isn't real. It's that people have zero control now over their imagination and they're thinking of the worst case scenario. And I'll tell you what it sounds like. They're probably walking and thinking, what if I have it right now? What if that person had it? What if I get it? What if, what if, what if? Now here's, I shared a clip um, from my Reborn experience on Instagram and I think on Facebook as well. Did I share it on Facebook? Yeah, I did, yeah, I did. So I shared it it's on my Facebook profile and on my Instagram where um, it's, it's a five minute clip of me speaking about fear of, at Reborn. And I'm like, this is a perfect timing. And in there I was talking about like fear, like if you're gonna have doubt or fear of the worst case scenario happening, which sounds like this, what if this happens? You might as well, if you're gonna think about something and you have control, you might as well think about it positively. You say, but Armin, that doesn't help. It also doesn't help thinking what if bad things happen. So at least you're safer on the, what if it all works out? What if I don't have it? What if nobody gets affected? What if quarantine doesn't happen for your city? What if nothing does go bad? What if this ends in two weeks only? You know, like that's our job. Right now, we have a moral obligation, yes, to spread caution intelligently to people, do these things so we're at the lowest risk, lowest risk possible on a health level, on a sickness level, and in your business, spread intelligent caution thinking, you got to uh, adjust your business to your clients and customers and adapt yourself because everybody has one need right now, keep themselves safe, right? But there's a difference between doing that and literally thinking all day, all, 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 all day long, what if the worst case scenario happens? We can still do all the caution and intelligence stuff while thinking this will pass, you know? like. Let me share something even right here. Like, I have something on my Facebook I shared. It, it went, like, viral. It went, like, I don't even know how many shares it has at this point. Last I checked, it was 1,500 people shared it. Um, it was a post I shared. And I just want to read it real quick because it's it's important to understand, like, like if there's anything I want to do before I get into, like, questions, if I even get into questions because this is such an epidemic right now happening, I think this is, uh, you know, I feel, an, I feel like a responsibility to at least spread some type of message that could be useful for the mind of people right now. And, and just, just to make clear, everyone's watching, I'm not an expert in, in health, so I haven't studied, I'm not a specialist in coronavirus. I listen to interviews with them, with specialists. I'm also not a specialist in market, you know, dynamics and, and you know, the economy. So I, I don't ask me for advice. I don't give advice on stuff like this, but I can only tell you what I'm doing to keep my sanity, my level of confidence, my faith, my peace of mind throughout this entire situation. You can do the same thing if you want. So I shared something here. Where is it right here? Uh, I'm trying to find it. You know the list of different things we've gone through? Oh, there it is. Okay, so it has uh, 1,500 shares. Uh, it, you know, a lot of people liked it. So check this out. In 2001, 2001, we, we had anthrax. We thought it was going to kill all of us. 2002, we had West Nile virus. It was going to kill all of us. 2003, we had SARS. It was going to kill all of us. 2005, we had bird flu. 2006, we had E. coli. 2008, we had the bad economy is going to kill us because, you know, the whole recession, everything happened. 2009, swine flu. 2010, BP oil is going to kill us all. I don't know. I'm just reading the list of all the timeline of different sicknesses that were going to come to kill us all. You know, the 2012, we thought the world was going to end. There was a whole movie on it. The Mayan calendar is going to kill us. Uh, 2013, North Korea. I don't know what happened in 2013. I'm not, I'm not actually educated on that, but something happened with North Korea. Apparently, it was going to kill us all. 2014, Ebola virus. 2015, Disney measles. Is that a thing? I don't know. 
in ISIS. Oh, yeah, 2015 was the ISIS year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 2016, Zika virus. I don't even know what that is. It didn't even make it to mainstream. I don't know. I've never heard of Zika. I've heard of Zika. You heard of Zika? Okay. 2020, coronavirus. So, uh, you know, in this post, it says, like, you know, fear is killing you, so turn off the TV. I don't agree with turning off the TV. I'm not saying shut yourself ignorantly off because you need to know what to do. The whole world is moving a certain direction. You can't be the one idiot walking the other way. That's not where this applies. You're like, dude, what everyone else doesn't do. That's not where this stuff applies. Don't be, don't be stupid. I want you guys to be intelligent throughout this. It's like be educated on what is happening. Don't get involved emotionally and psychologically on a fear level. That's different. I can know what's going on with the world without having to have the paranoia of everyone in the world about it. Does it make the difference, right? I can know the situation without having the fear of what's going to happen. I can, I can do that. There's two different things. People don't understand that. When people hear about it, they get the fear at the same time. They think it's the same thing. Then they go, this is a bad thing. I go, no, it's a thing that you're making bad. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing. There is a virus. There's multiple things killing people every day right now. Between heart disease to brain disease to, to psychological illnesses to physical things. Like, there's a lot of things killing people right now. How come we're not freaking out? Because we think this is a new thing that is deadlier than anything else, which is not true yet, by the way, by science. Uh, statistically, it's not even the worst thing yet. SARS was worse than this at 3.2% killing rate. This is only at, uh, it's less than 1% right now. It's projected to get to 2%, which means it's still not the deadliest. And here's my message to you. Out of all of these different viruses since 2001 till now, guess what, guys? We survived. If there's any message I want to get across to everyone right now, is that look at our history. As a race, we survived. We're still here. A lot of you have actually been here all from 2001 till now. I'm still here. You go, yeah, Armin, but a lot of people aren't. I get that. But a lot of people aren't for a lot of reasons too. You can't discount the other one. It's not special. It's not a special reason now. Right? Someone's dying right now as I talk. Somewhere in the world, somebody's dying from something. It doesn't even have to be this. Right? I don't want I don't like to indulge in that kind of thinking, but it's real. So if there's any message I want to give to everyone in the middle of all this to get clear, actual, factual on this whole virus and epidemic and all this stuff is, you know, right now more than ever, you need to learn to choose hope over fear. Be intelligent, but choose hope over fear. Yeah, but hope is weak. Hope is very strong, actually. If you didn't have hope, you wouldn't do things in life because there's no optimistic future in front of you. Hope is knowing that tomorrow's gonna get better. Hope is knowing that tomorrow's gonna be better. A week from now, it's gonna be better. A month from now, it's gonna be better, yes. Maybe things might get worse before it gets better, but that doesn't mean there is no hope in the future. There is hope always. You go, but Armin, how does hope help the ones who are weak? It doesn't. They should have been eating healthy up until now. That's their problem that they have to deal with. So we got some stats. I just wanted to be accurate with this. And by the way, you can, you can comment on this, you know, on the show under my, uh, you can comment in the comment section if you guys have opinions. I'm sure everyone has opinions right now. We got some people right now. We got... We got Shalma, Armin, love the positivity. It's, it's, okay, awesome, beautiful, thanks. Thanks for being on. Got Melissa saying, I agree, awesome. Welcome, Maggie, Camille, Nancy, JP. We got a lot of people on right now. Terrence, okay, awesome. Uh, we got Jessica, fear is fine, uh, fine to feel. It's healthy, but the, Im Im the immobilization when fear hits can be a problem. Fear helps us survive if you use it correctly. Yeah, so my challenge to you is, Jessica, um, Fear is a it's it's totally made up. Stress can help you survive if used correctly because stress gives your body the the, the energy to run if you need to. But uh, no, not in this situation. Fear does not help. I, I just want to make sure I'm you know I'm giving you my my perspective of this. Fear is not never helpful, especially in times like this where everything seems like it could go wrong. You should not be afraid of anything. You should have faith, hope, trust that things will get better. That's the only thing that will push a person through. Fear right now. Let me tell you why fear doesn't help. It's not useful in this moment, okay? Just hear me out and listen to this. Someone could already be having a bad life. This happens. Now they're afraid of the worst case scenario. They go, well, what's the point of being alive anymore? The world's going to end anyways. Everyone's dying. This thing's going to probably give me. So let me just go take my life. That's why fear is not useful. Stress won't do that, eh? Stress will just get you really, really, really stressed out and depressed and maybe, you know, paralyzed or immobilized. But fear will get you to think that tomorrow might be worse than today. That will make you make foolish decisions. So no, fear, I do not promote it. It is not helpful and you don't need it. 
I don't care what any of anyone says about the whole fears. Fear is not spreading the right message. Nobody's acting intelligently because of fear. Intelligent people are calm, thinking, well, if it whatever happens, happens, I'll adjust, I'll adapt. Just in case of quarantine, let me get an extra roll of toilet paper. That's fine. Emptying up the shelf is fear. That's foolish action, not intelligent. That's my that's my perspective of that. So uh, when you dwell in fear without logical action is the problem. Yes, Maggie, absolutely. Naveen, what's up? Stefan, what's up? Melissa, uh, then we can sing out from our windows. I actually, I was laughing. I actually, if we get quarantined, I will be singing outside my window. You'll see videos. I'll be singing like, I, I'm going to bring back high school musical. We're all in this together. One for all. No, no, no. I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> you know I swear, I, at least one person will come out singing, you know. Maybe a Facebook Live. Everyone does a Facebook Live. We'll do a Zoom. Everyone gets on camera. We make a, we make a serious positive momentum towards this whole thing. Uh, yeah, that's what we'll do. Uh, Katie, what's up? Sue, what's up? Um, Armin, what's up? Armin, I'm commenting myself while I'm here. I'm not actually. That's my team probably. Um, okay, beautiful. We got Leon. We got Esra, Mosin, Ronnie, Jose. We got Daniel. We got everybody in the house. This is a great time to self-reflect instead of react. Yes, Camille. Absolutely. Um, I agree. So... We got some stats. Look, you can be, you can debate me. Uh, I, I really am not interested in people telling me why 0.1% was off my stat. What I'm about to tell you, I don't care. Uh, my point is this: like I told some, I just posted something. I said, how come I haven't seen anyone talking about boosting your immune system from the government? It clearly says that coronavirus deadly affects people with weak immune systems. Why is it not a logical first step to do everything possible to boost your immune system? Is that not the first, like, is it not a faster to go eat antioxidant food? Or some people are like, but then autoimmune disease. I understand. Just get the point. I'm not saying that I'm the doctor telling you the one cure for everything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but isn't it logical to go drink some more water, have some maybe vitamin D, get some nutrients in your body, maybe do a couple of jumping jacks or something so your respiratory system wakes up. Is that not the first logical step? Just in case you might have it, it fights it off. But no, it's like, there's this paralysis. Humans are like, no, we are just the way we are. We are going to now have to conform to this and that. Why? Why is it an impossible idea to change your physical state to fight this? So somebody asked me, uh, before we go into the stats, someone asked me on the comments, like, what are you doing to boost your immune system? Miriam and, um, uh, God, I just, hold on, it's right here. Let me pull it up. I think it was a couple people that asked me this. Miriam and Brett. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys know. I said I was gonna uh, tell everyone. So what I've been doing is, first of all, I exercise five times a week. Uh, that's a must. Um, I take cold showers. I've been taking cold showers for four or five years now. So I take ice cold showers, and what that does, at least for my immune system, um, I'm not saying this is the consensus, but you can do your own research. What it does for my immune system is it literally activates my entire immune system because I go from hot water to cold water very quickly. This is, there is uh, studies done on this and it's very healthy for you because it really shocks your metabolism, shocks your system, shocks your body to wake up. And so it over like, or it overreacts to heat itself back up because it's so cold that, that strengthens the immune uh, uh, the system because it's boosting your, your entire activity of your body. So I do that every morning, ice cold, uh, and I stay at least 30 seconds to a minute under it. That helps. Um, I drink lots of water. Uh, I have a special type of coffee that has immune boosters in it. Um, what's that oil you give me, Lauren? Oil of oregano? Yeah, I take oregano. So there's oil oregano. I, this is not like I'm not prescribing stuff. I'm just letting you know what I take. It's a great immune booster, right? It's uh, it's good for your nervous uh, for your immune system. Uh, it's like oregano. I just take a drop. I put it in a little capsule. I swallow it. It's really like it's really like you know burning hot. But uh, uh, so I do small things like that. I eat well. Like I don't I don't eat, I don't eat, I mean not eating carbs has nothing to do with immune system. But I don't overeat. I don't get bloated. I don't have over excessive amounts of food that makes me feel crappy, like too much dairy, too much meat, too much. I, I have balanced meals. Uh, I'm sleeping well, you know, like I sleep with, I have peace of mind, you know, the whole part I was telling you about doesn't let me get stressed. And stress can really stop your immune system. If you got cortisol running through your body because you're stressed out, guess what's gonna happen? Your immune system's too busy now shutting down because of the cortisol, it's not gonna fight anything. Right? Stress was only useful when you had some, some animal, wild animal coming to kill you, you know, a thousand years ago, and you had to run. It wasn't useful when you had to think. So, you know, I'm just being real with you guys, but 
At least that's what I'm doing, okay? Um, Brent's on. What's going on, man? Uh, Jeremy's on. Valentina's on. We've got a lot of people on, guys. Share this right now so we can get this message across. I think people are freaking out for no reason. We got There's a reason they're freaking out, but I'm saying we can we can remedy the fear. I can't remedy the, va- the, uh, the, the, the virus. I can't remedy the market, but I can remedy the fear. So right now, real quick, do me a favor. Share this video. Share this live so we can get some, some positive out there um, and realistic positive, you know? I'm going to call it... Uh, Rosative. Is that thing realistic positive? Is that a thing? Rosative. Or prealistic. That's so weird. Sounds weird. By the way, just a side like pause real quick. We got the entire team in the room today up to say what's up. What's up? Iman, say what's up. What's up? Say say what's up, Isaiah. What's up? Lord. What's up? Jay No. What's up? Is back in the hay. No. <laughs> what? I was gonna say house, but you know. <laughs> so so yeah, so give me the stats. I, I was doing some research. Um, how many people have been affected by coronavirus right now? There are eight. First of all, listen very carefully if you own a business. You need to be up to date with what's going on. You gotta adjust your marketing. Your, don't stop. Don't stop marketing. Don't stop selling. You deserve to be paying your employees. You deserve to be taking care of your clients. The world is not stopping, it's just in a pause. That doesn't mean you stop everything. It just means you adjust. Okay, so tell me. So around the world, as of yesterday, um, we have a total confirmed cases of around 153,000 people. 153, around the world? Around the world, yeah. Okay. Um, leading that is China with 81,000. Okay. Italy is second with about 21,000. Yep. And Iran is third with about 12,000 people. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. In terms of the uh, deaths, I mean that those so out of one hundred fifty-three thousand, how many died? Out of one hundred fifty-three thousand, what do we got? Online, we've got about six thousand deaths so far. That's it. Yeah, between six Someone and seven thousand. So get your calculator. Deaths. Out of one hundred fifty-three thousand, uh, tell me how much six thousand percentage of it that is. That's First Matt. of all, huh? I'm no. not. By the way, please, please, please fear a uh, heal. Um, Please understand my intention. I'm not minimizing how bad this is. What I'm trying to do is give you real reality. I'm trying to give a realistic perspective here. And for everyone who's going to be like, where's your source coming from? Does it come from the place where, you know, we can rely? I don't know. Maybe I mean, everyone's lying online. I, all I know is we got something to work with here. Yeah. And so I know for a fact that it's less deaths than people. So everyone else recovered. We have, there are, right now it says that there have been um, 71, 72,000 people approximately have recovered. Covered out of 153. Yes. Guys, 70, what, 70,000 plus people have recovered, 6,000 have died. Do we know the demographic of the 6,000? I, all I know is this, from watching a few interviews with specialists and uh, what's going on, I understand that. Um, the majority of people who are actually having f- fatality from this, and my condolences to all the families, is people who are uh, much older, or maybe not much older, but majority of them are older, and they already deal with immune issues. Like they have like a weak immune system, maybe they have other issues. So it's almost like coronavirus is that last tipping point of the edge uh, that threw them over. So, you know, that doesn't make it anything better. It doesn't mean it's, a, it's easy to do. Like I lost my father to cancer. You know, there's no difference between losing, like I've lost someone through a sickness and watched it through nine months. It was more torturing than uh, some people getting in a few weeks and leaving. So, you know, um, um, my heart still goes out, but I want to give a, a, a mass perspective here. This is all perspective here. It's all perceptual pivoting. It's what we talked about at Reborn. It's a perceptual pivoting. It's at least like you have two sides to look at. Choose the one that is more useful for you. Some of you might say, but it's more useful to see that 6,000 die because that can triple or multiply. But so can the recovery. You know, it's like, it's like when people are doing purchasing decisions, they always talk about how they could lose the money. They don't ever consider the fact that they can also make money. That's not how you think, guys. This is stinking thinking. Everybody needs a mental bath nowadays. You guys need to, right now more than ever, you need to be educating yourself on self-improvement stuff because your mind is going to go out of whack. Like prior to COVID-19, everyone had several great excuses and justifications to why life was not working for them. The problem now becomes is for everybody who really might not be affected by this overall uh, at the end of it, now they have a real, really good 
global to why life is not working. This is a problem. Don't use the situation as a reason for why things have to get worse now. Use the situation as a motivation to why you must make things better now. Your decisions will define you. Your decisions in these moments. I always say like, God, like I always say this like, when it gets hard is when the, the learning happens. When, it, when things get tough is when your character shows. That's easy to say, Armin. Nothing is e everything's easier to say than, than that. It's not, it's not, it doesn't make my line special. My point is get, get the message. Like, do you freak out or panic? Because I promise you, the moment is, you decide to do that, you have disqualified yourself as a solutionist or leader in the situation. You might as well jump in the crowd with everyone else who needs to be led somewhere. Here's my second point. That was just my first. Here's my second point. The, everyone in the world right now is doing one of two things. They're doing one thing. They're surfing the internet. For what? What are they searching for? Everybody's searching for two things, okay? The first thing everyone's searching for is all the conspiracy theorists and the haters and all, I mean, not the haters, I'm the haters against the government and all these, you know, all these things. They're searching to find other people or credible sources that can confirm their suspicions, okay? That's the first thing everybody's searching for right now. Everyone's looking around like hoping to find someone that will be like, see, I told you, look at this guy, he said it. Look, look at this. 12 CEOs from the major companies stepped down right before the coronavirus. Sure, that, sound, that looks really suspicious. I, I didn't know that. But I'm sure lots of executives also got fired and stepped down that like, year too. We just didn't think, look at that, right? Like, there's a lot of reality in this situation. There's a practical way of thinking about things. Maybe they all had a board meeting like a secret society and said, guys, let's screw up the entire world and step down before it happens. I don't, I don't know. I just know there is no point of thinking that because you cannot ever prove it, okay? No, it's not productive to your life. Even if it's true, it's not productive to your life. We can't control this. But that's the first thing. Everybody's looking for something to confirm their suspicions or their fears. Like, you know, it's like this. It's like everyone's on edge throughout the entirety. They wake up, they go to bed with this. They're always thinking to waiting for that one government message that comes on like an Amber Alert that says, now you must all go in your house and do nothing and die. Like, they're just waiting for this to happen. This is what fear does to you. You're just sitting there, like stressed out and anxious. Like, oh my God, when is, the, when is everything gonna crumble? That's what the first thing everyone's looking for. Here's the second thing everyone's looking for online. Everyone is serving the internet, trying to find something, some source, some voice, some piece of information that will give them peace of mind. They'll make them say, they'll, they'll confirm that it's, it's not a big deal, don't worry. And so this is an emotional sabotage you're doing to yourself if you're on the internet looking for one of these two things. Because you're either completely influenced and controlled by what you're seeing online. You're going on the news and you see, oh my God, it's getting worse. <gasps> and your fears and your suspicions getting confirmed. And the other one, the per people are going up and seeing like pages of positivity and saying, it's okay guys, we got like, you know, this is not a big deal. Only these people died. Uh, by the way, I'm that one. Just so you know, I'm the one spreading peace of mind because it's more useful. But here's the problem. Both of them are flawed. Your method of trying to search for somebody else's opinion about this to make you feel certain about one of these two things, this is the problem. I'm not even telling you to listen to me. I'm telling you to listen to you. That was our mic. But let, let me get... Let me, let me tell you what I mean, okay? <laughs> Where, where are we at right now? Camille says, it is easier to for the first world countries. Yes, third world countries, I'm sure, is, is having a way worse time than this. I don't know. I'm just I'm assuming because they have less technology, less things, right? Um, being compassionate. Yes, Armin says, fear is the best way to control. We get influence. Yeah, yeah, 100%. For everyone watching, listen very carefully. I'm about to about to share some deep stuff, okay? Am I, is my head being cut off here? Nope. Okay. Good. I'm about to share some deep stuff. You should not be online searching for someone else's voice to give you peace of mind. Because either way, both people are doing one thing. They're looking for certainty. Everybody's looking for certainty. They either want to be certain that this is terrible or they want to be certain that it's not terrible. But that's the problem. Like that video from Prince E. I love that guy. But that video from Prince, he didn't have, he doesn't even have a video. I'm just giving an example, a made up example. If he drops a video showing you why everything's going to be okay, that shouldn't make you feel different. 
You're like, no, but Armin, I'm trying to find that piece of news that looks real, that tells me it's, not, it's, it's okay. If you just go in the sauna for 20 minutes and breathe, you'll get healed. Someone, someone dropped that. It's so complete bogus. I was listening to specialists. They're like, that doesn't make sense. And someone else says, no, it doesn't survive in heat. I'm not here to debate what's real or not. I, I, trust me, I'm not, because I, there's no end to that conversation. Everyone's right, everyone's wrong. Okay. But my point is this. I am not online searching for someone else's perspective of this to make me feel something. Are you guys, are you getting what I'm saying? Like, I already decided, regardless if the specialists and the governments and all the military of the world said we're all screwed, or they didn't, I have already decided I'm going to be fine through this. That is the unanimous decision you must make in your business and in your life right now. You must make a decision, a commitment to yourself, no matter what happens, I'll be fine. Everyone I love will be fine. You go, Armin, that might be delusional. Listen, all I'm saying is this. We're accepting there's a reality, but instead of fear on the other side, I'm just replacing it with optimism. Shoot me. Arrest me for being optimistic. I'm not going to spread fear issues in the world if I'm optimistic. Delusional is nothing's going on. This is all fake. Delusion is this. Oh, Italy's not really quarantined. It's just uh, fake news. That's delusion. You're foolish. There's things happening in the world. It's real. Okay. It's not made up stuff. That's delusion. Optimism, like realistic optimism is, it's going to get better because I look at the facts. Human history has gone through everything else. I just give you at least a dozen diseases that we've gone through. What's the big deal then? But the fear is coming into our minds and poisoning it with, what if it was me? What if it's my mom? What if it's my dad dies? What if this person dies? What if, I, what if my business gets shut down? So what? You start a new business. What if someone dies in my family? That's not easy, but you will get over it. Time heals. You can put arm in, I can't. I can't handle it. Well, listen, if you're already living for someone else's life, you might as well die with them. That's not a suggestion. I'm just saying that's what you've already decided if you think this way. You live for yourself first. It's your life. Even if you have kids, first your life, they have their own life. Even if you have a spouse, it's first your life, then their life. You guys understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to... I'm tr- here's what here's my goal with this uh, with this episode. I want to be, you know, I want my message. I don't want you to be like this is Armin's message. I want you to say, you know, he's making me think of my own message. Create your own message. What do you want to be in this in this epidemic today? Do you want to be a part of the problem or a part of the solution? That's the question. I'm having lots of conversations with different small business owners and and big business owners and online business owners. Look, everyone's business is about to be affected. Only a very small percentage of people are going to get, you know, prosper from this situation, not because they're evil and they make money off people's issues, because they're intelligent enough to know strategically when they could save up and buy things when everyone's trying to sell it. That's just marketing. That's just strategy. Okay, that's just business strategy. But aside from that, the world is at a halt. Not one person in this planet, I think, doesn't know about coronavirus. One thing. But this is also an incredible opportunity. I mean, we have just been proven, shown in front of us, like especially for the ones who are young and haven't gone through this before, you can now see the power of how quickly humanity can collectively think of something together. Imagine if we use that positively, by the way. Incredible. What would happen? So, we've got some people here. I totally think, uh, yeah, I totally agree. The power of the mind, 100%. Solutions, thank you, bro, no problem. Everyone watching, like I said, if you could share this, help it get out. Um, I think it will really help some people out getting clear on fear, clear on fear. Look, at the end of the day, you go, you know, what uh, What are you doing to, to, to manage your fear? First of all, I don't let fear in in the first place, but in my comment, it just comes out. I just, I don't, I built a very big habit towards it. If you haven't built that habit, it's hard. But here's what you can do. Fear is just your mind creating pictures of things that, are, that can happen negatively, right? You start to imagine all these things, like you're seeing images. Imagine, you're in an image. Imagine, you seen that? Let me show you something real quick. Look at this. See, fear, fear is just imagine. Well, what's imagine? It's just an image in. It's just an image you get into, okay? So when you're imagining something that's fearful, you're, uh, you're creating pictures in your mind. 
And then the pictures in the mind, you're seeing the worst case scenario. You're seeing your mom or dad or brother or sister sick. You're seeing you sick in the hospital. You're seeing business shut down. You're seeing bills in your mind. You're seeing all these things. That whether or not that happens or not, we don't know. We can, we do know what we can focus on in the mind. We can, we can, we can make our mind go, no, 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 no. Here's what I'm going to see instead. I want to see um, all this getting better. I want to see a great opportunity come out of this. You know, for the last week, I've been speaking, you know, to the universe. I'm having a direct conversation with God. And I've been saying every day, I say, God, put the idea in my mind. Whatever this idea is, because I know all this happening, I'm going to be a solutionist in this situation. I've decided to be. So I'm like, use me, you know. Like, use my mind, fill my mind with the ideas and the creative ideas that can help the world. And so I've been, like, waiting patiently as I work diligently every day, thinking about what am I going to do? Like, what, what am I going to do to, like, I can't have my events right now, right? I can't do any marketing right now because no one's in a state to buy anything. And so for all my entrepreneurs watching, nobody in a fear state wants to buy something because hope is lost. They're not seeing any, any, um, any hope in future and investments for the future. Most people's psychology is like this right now. They're not thinking about their next year goals. They're worried about, like, am I going to get through this? So, you know, my message to everyone who has that question is, yes, we're going to get through this. Is everyone? No. But most people are. And so that's fine. Think about that. Not the, don't think about, you know, the, the little tiny scratch on the car. You still got a great car. See what I'm saying? Like, it's not a big deal. Um, but, you know, I've been asking God. I've been talking. I'm like, let, let, me, let me use the situation. I, I want to, like, adapt me. I already held up a sign in Yorkville Mall, got banned from for doing it, that said fear is killing more people than coronavirus. Uh, you know, within, like, five minutes, by the way, Jay, I had someone, walk, like, people were walking by, like, facts, truth. Some guy walked by, like, this guy should be president. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm just holding up a sign. <laughs> Relax. You know, but this guy's like, this guy knows what he's talking about. And so I think everyone agrees that fear is definitely taking more people out than coronavirus. Um, and because fear lives in all of us. Look, the number, the real enemy of humanity this entire time, since, since time, gee, has been fear. That was, a, that was an old Drake reference. Yeah. Serious Drake reference. You pulled that out of the... Pulled it out of the ether. <laughs> Hold it out since time G 2013. <laughs> so, fear has always been the number one enemy of humanity. It's not coronavirus, not SARS, not Ebola. It's not depression, it's not bankruptcy, it's not homelessness, it's not cocaine, not drugs. It's not alcohol, it's not cigarettes, it's fear. Fear causes people to do and not do. Fear is a terrible terrible, invisible enemy. There are multiple types of fear. Fear has been the real enemy this whole time. And so whether whether or not the government or whoever these conspiracy theorists thinks um, have planted this, stretched, planned this to infuse fear, I don't know. I, I can't prove any of this. All I know is that I can decide who I'm going to be in the, in the process and here's my, here's my choice. I'm going to be a solution. I'm going to be a person who provides solutions for others who haven't spent four years learning and diving into this kind of stuff. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna give as much as I can. I'm even considering like offering out free coaching sessions. Yeah, I might I might do like some I might do like daily or weekly like group calls. Everyone can come on for free and just get a lot of coaching. Like I, I don't know, like I'm gonna do I can offer what I'm good at, right? Uh, I know what I'm good at. You sit down with me and you have issues in life, it gets fixed. I don't know how, but some somehow it happens. Um, I know if you have fear I can help you with that. I don't know if you have no confidence or self esteem, I know I can help with that. Um, my clients are very happy, so I might consider doing like a whole daily call, group call, where, where everyone's staying home doing nothing, right? Like, or, or, you know, freaking out about all this. Can I offer a safe place where people can get on and kind of learn right now? And, and you, know, um, you know, shout out to the people, by the way, Sunny Burma as well, Tudor Bright, who are offering uh, online education right now for the kids who can't go to school. Like, that's, that's incredible, right? Yeah. That's, just, that's why this guy's my coach. Like, there's it's good people in this world, man. Um, so I, I might do that. We might, I, mean, I might make some time for that because I, I want to help. I want to see who needs it, who, who needs something to do and so to learn. So uh, for everyone watching, by the way, if, if, if this is a fire episode, you guys are enjoying this, put a fire emoji in the comment sections. Let me see those fire emojis. Let me see those, those these emojis. I don't know what these are. Let me see that. This is, this is actually originally a clap. What people yes. think it's a praying hand. So put those clapping praying hands in the, in the comment section below right now. Uh, let me know you guys are enjoying this stuff. Uh, we're on Clear Talk, number one show for entrepreneurs who need clarity, especially in the midst of epidemics.
Cue music. Oh wait, I got I got something here. Hold on. Cool. So, uh, 45 minutes in. All I know is this, guys. Everything's gonna be okay. I mean, come on, we got through so much worse. You know, we got through so much worse. Who cares whose fault it is? Who cares about all this stuff? You know what's funny? I was watching a specialist talk about this on a Joe Rogan uh, interview. Uh, great, great interview, by the way. Joe Rogan and I forgot the guy's name. Mike. Mike uh, Osterholm, something Osterholm. He wrote a book called uh, Deadliest Enemies. So he literally, his whole life, dedicated to s specializing in learning about uh, diseases that kill like people. Um, and he predicted this like a year ago, but no one took it seriously. And so he's talking about it, and uh, the whole time he's just freaking, like the interview's terribly like scary, because you're watching, and all he's talking about how is this going to be the worst thing in the world, you know, uh, you know, three months of this minimum, blah, blah, blah. And then Joe's like sitting there. You can see he's sweating. He's like, so what do we do? Because like, you know, it can't be possible. We're like, we're all just going to die, you know? So what do we do? He goes, oh, yeah. So um, I, I swear to you, this is exactly what he says. I was, I was sitting there laughing because he told me he said that the protection or the remedy against it doesn't cure it. There's no cure yet. There's no vaccine or anything. But the, it's funny because he said the best we can do right now to protect ourselves against coronavirus is. I'm like, he's about to say some crazy stuff, like take this specific medicine. And he goes, eat a healthy, balanced diet, exercise, and get good sleep. I'm sitting there like, oh, so just be a normal human being that should be taking care of their health and you'll be fine? Wow. I guess the only people freaking out are the ones who don't. I guess it's interesting. It's better because it's not just old people. Like old people could be healthy and it does nothing to them. Yeah. It's just unhealthy people. What a great motivator. Nature's like, hey guys, you know, you've been eating up pretty much all of me. You've been eating up all my animals, all my trees. You've been eating up everything you can get your hands on. So uh, time to bounce this out. In Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill, there's an incredible part of the book where he talks about failure. And he says, illness is nature's way of correcting the imbalance and disharmony between the food given to the body and the body itself. I'll say that again. Illness, sickness is nature's way of correcting the disharmony between you and the food you're eating. With that being said. Failure, failure itself, we're failing as a, as a nation, right? Like, like, I mean, this could be a, considered the biggest failure. Markets are declining. People are closing doors, right? Failure is nature's way of correcting the disharmony between a person and themselves. Did you guys hear that? Mm -hmm. uh, did you hear that? I heard a siren. Do you, do you understand what I just said? As a human race, we are in disharmony with ourselves, collectively. So a virus that spreads like this, balancing and correcting everybody out, it's like we deserve this. Not because we're bad people, but because there are consequences to certain actions we have. There are consequences to certain decisions we made. For every action, there is a reaction. For every cause, there is an effect. We are the only species dumb enough and arrogant enough to think that we can get away with reaping without sowing or sowing without reaping. We're the only species arrogant enough to think, not all of us, I'm saying the, the select few, that our actions don't have consequences. Somehow we can figure it out. Let me smoke for 30 years. I'll maybe die. No, no, no. You will. You will. There is a cause and there is an effect. And for every effect, there is a cause. So, you know, that's all, that's all I'm saying. Let's get, let's get clear. That's all I'm saying. You know, we got someone else here. Nature has many gifts to offer. We just need to pay attention. Absolutely. That's like, like, you know, like, guys, relax. 
You know, you know, the only people freaking out right now are the ones who want something for nothing. Let me bring some TGR into your life. Let me bring some thinking rich into your life right now, okay? My mentor, he says the people who suffer are the ones who want something for nothing. You, only ones freaking out in this situation are the ones, like personally freaking out about them getting sick, are the ones who are still unwilling to do the right thing for their own body. They still want to get away with eating crap, not exercising, and not sleeping well, not drinking water. They still want to get away with this. That's why they're freaking out. They're like, oh, I don't want to change. But I hope this coronavirus doesn't come kill me. Well, you know, the person who's taking initiative, fixing the crap about their own diet, they're not worried. Hence, I have an entire team still here working with me out of their own choice to be here because all of them are healthy. They don't care. We got seven minutes left. Give me one question. Is it relevant to the situation? One question. Jeez. Do we get all the stats, by the way? Yeah. What else do you want to know? What else? Yeah. There's just more, more people recovered than more people. Like. Yeah. So let's talk about um. Da, 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 da. So. Hmm. Da, 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 da. Share this video, guys. Share the show. Share this. If you're watching, share it. The deaths by age. This can help a lot of people. We can talk about deaths by age. So obviously, COVID hasn't affected everybody equally. Yeah. Um, the grand, the, the highest percentage of the people is about 15% of people are 80 plus. So 80, so 15% of deaths have been people 80 years and above. Yeah, 80. Yeah. So this is all. This was pulled from about 45. I love 000, all the grandparents, grand. Yeah. You know, that, 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 about yeah. <laughs> about 45,000 people in China, the largest demographic. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense to test it. Yeah. Um. So if we calculate everything, we've got another 8% from 70 to 79 years old. Uh, approximately 4%. That's 60 to 60. How many died under 40? Under 40, we've got a collective. 0.10%. 0.1%. Under 50? That, oh, no, that was under 50. Oh, my. 0.1%. Under 40. 50. Under 40, we've got 0.6%. That's like, uh, let, me, let me explain to you the metaphor of what we're doing as a, as a country, as a, as a world. That's like, you live in a house, right? Yeah. You find out there's mold in like one corner of one room, somewhere in the house. So you burn the house down. That is exactly what this world is doing right now. Now, you're like, Armin, that's oversimplification. This thing passes through respiratory breathing, and everyone can get I get it. I'm, not, I'm just saying, based on that statistic, 0.10% of people have died from this under 50, that are under 50, and they're probably super unhealthy. Yeah. Like, no healthy people have died from this yet. I mean, we can talk about pre-existing conditions. Yeah, like, I, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, if there's, here's my, here's my, I'm going to say assumption. You ready? Because like, I'm, like I said, I'm not an expert. If anybody that was healthy or young or healthy in general that still died from this, they completely self-did it. They had to be so deathly afraid of it killing them that they like hypochondriacally did it. Like their mindset, their, their thinking created the illness themselves. Because we, there is, I can go time and time again showing studies science experiments for centuries where they've um, given people imaginary situations like an imaginary pill and imaginary there's a whole study done where they bagged someone this is terrible i can't believe they did this but they did it and the person died they put a bag over the person's head grabbed ice and said and did this and because it's ice is cold they're because they thought it was a knife slicing them they killed they killed themselves they stopped breathing wow entire study done on this Terrible experimentation. I don't. I, I condemn it. But the fact that person could take themselves out, they stopped their entire heart and, and brain because they decided, oh, I'm dead now. God, this, that's it. I'm done. Because they felt the drip of the water from their neck. They thought it was blood. Are you seeing how powerful the mind is? You got 50 plus trillion cells circulating through your body, and all of them are listening to one central voice that's called your mind. Be careful what the central voice is admitting throughout the body. If you're thinking, oh my God, I'm so afraid I'm going to die, you might just create other issues disregarding coronavirus. So that's my perspective. If anybody died that was healthy, it's because they died from hypochondria. Uh, hypochondria. Like they imagined like the imaginated death. And so, you know. Of the sample size, only 0.9% yeah. had no pre existing conditions. 0.9%? 
of the of the group of, of the, the zero point six percent. No, of everybody. Oh. So of all deaths, they were just like they just got. It. The, yeah, these are like technically they're healthy people. The healthy Tec people. no, but they're they're just not sick. Yes. This doesn't mean they're healthy. Yes. They're just so not like, sick. Yeah. So ten point five. They had no preconditions. No pre. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean they're healthy. No. Yes, you're right. That's like saying I'm skinny, but you could your organs could be dying it's inside true. because you eat McDonald's every day. You are correct. Ten point five percent had heart disease. Where are we at on Instagram right now? Am I two minutes left? Yeah, I didn't give it time yet, which is interesting. Oh, okay, okay. Keep on just going. Just letting this go. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, keep an eye on Instagram because I want to stop it with Instagram. Yeah. For everyone watching, by the way, I love you. Uh, my heart goes out to you. If your family is affected by this, if you're quarantined, like my heart goes out to you. Now is a great time to get sit down. I know it's hard with all the fear and the stuff going on in the mind to think about your goals, but at the very least, start feeding your mind some positive stuff, some productive stuff, some constructive stuff. So, you know, I, I'm totally being biased there, obviously, but go through the Clear Talk videos. There's a lot of value that gets offered. Um, you know, don't just listen to me, but like, watch, listen to the podcast, watch the shows. We have, the shows are all updated. It's on IGTV now, on Instagram, on my IGTV. You can get it. Is it all up there? Not yet. Not yet. So it's about to be today and it's on YouTube now. So now is a good time to go watch productive, constructive stuff. Don't go Netflix and chill. Don't go talking to your friends. Don't FaceTime people and, you know, talk about how bad everything is. Don't go, uh, you know, overeat because like you think because you're in your house, you're safe. No, 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 no. It spreads through here. So, uh, you know, that bag of potato chips, put it away for two weeks. You're good. Um, you know, and don't stop exercising. Like if my gym closes down, I've already decided I'm going to go to a friend's condo gym and just work out there. And if I can't go anywhere, if I can't find somewhere to work out, I am doing serious bodyweight exercises in my bedroom. Like there's no, there's no way I'm losing my momentum. Your desire must be strong enough and it'll bend nature, it'll bend situations like this. Don't give yourself an excuse to stop. You can be cautious and intelligent. Don't be paralyzed and immobilized in fear. Uh, in fear. Don't do that. That's not useful. You're not useful to anybody when you're when you're afraid of everything. You know, if leaders were afraid of dying in the midst of war, the entire war, war would be lost before. If, if yeah. Askarmin.com. Oh, we got Askarmin.com live now. You're at home. You got time. You're in the queue or in team. Go to Askarmin.com. Someone posted on my uh, Facebook live right now. Askarmin.com. A-S-K-A-R-M-I-N.com. You put in your name, email number. Uh, we won't call you. We will send, I'll send you emails. I do clear coaching every Friday. You get a coaching email from me, free coaching for you uh, to help you out with life. Um, but go on there, ask your questions. I'm going to shout you out on the show. Big, big, big talks, big shout outs. And so, by the way, the online world's booming. Like everybody, everybody's online. This might be the end of brick and mortar businesses as we know it. I'm not saying the buildings are going to empty out, but we might get a serious force of you have to now go online. Companies are working from home. People are doing things from home. Like it's incredible. This is there's a lot of positive that's going to come out of all this, amidst the negative. By the way, where, where are we at with Instagram? We are still going. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Instagram's like there's some important messages to be shared. We're going to let it go past an hour now. Yeah. So the online world is, is booming. Listen, if you have always listen. Having an online business now more than ever. Now we have a minute and 50 seconds left. A minute and 50 seconds left. Now more than ever is the right time to start doing making money online. And what I mean by making money online, I mean like giving value online. Like I, all my coaching sessions are virtual, Zooms. I have an online course. I have an online program. You know, I, I'm probably going to come out with more online stuff. If you guys are interested in building something online where you can get your message, your knowledge, your, your advice out there and earn some money from it, uh, you know, hit me up because I, I'm helping lots of clients right now make money from the comfort and the safety of their own home. And so right now is the time to adjust and innovate. You can't be thinking like the 1900s anymore. I think we've reached that hard stop with all this going on. So um, look, this is the number one show for entrepreneurs to need clarity. I'm Armin Shafi. I'm your host. Thank you for tuning in today. We didn't do any questions, but what we did instead is we addressed the epidemic happening in the world today with coronavirus. COVID-19 and how we all need to adjust ourselves and adjust our businesses and our families. We don't need to be afraid of the outcome. Even if things get worse, worst case, we all die. Who cares? I mean, worst case, we're all going to die anyways. Who gives? Like, whatever. It's a great story. One day, the next species will talk about it. You're like, Norman, that's, that's a little, you know, that's maybe foolish. Hey, if it makes me feel better and I can live my day, my daily life easier, it's probably really intelligent then. So be intelligent, not fearful. Be cautious, not paranoid. Okay, this is the number one show for entrepreneurs needing clarity. Clear Talk is here to help 
you. And so, what is this? It's the long term. Clean Talks here to help you. Come in Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Every Monday, catch the recorded episodes on YouTube. Clear Talk with Armin. Get me on IGTV. Come on my Facebook Live. Share this video so we can get the message out there so that we can give peace of mind to people.